Welcome to the Loop Lifestyle Podcast, the number one podcast for diabetics who want to have their cake pop and eat it too. I'm your mentor, Stephanie Johnson. This podcast is recorded live on Instagram. We cover health, wealth, and relationships, the blueprint for transforming your life. So grab a pen and paper, take some notes. I hope you find some value in the information I'm sharing. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Baker's Bash with the Cake Pop crew. I'm your mentor, Stephanie Johnson. Tag a friend, share this live. Let's get some people on here. If you missed last week's episode, go check it out on my podcast, The Loop Lifestyle on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can catch all the replays there, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. I drastically underestimated how hectic things would be with school starting up again, not only having to get yourself ready in the morning, but also get the little ones ready and either off to the bus stop or driven to school, things get busy. I get so many questions about what to eat when things get busy or when you're traveling and what I eat when traveling. So I want to talk a little bit more about that. Some of the things that have helped us recently are meal prepping. My son is back in school and every night he makes his lunch for the next day. If we expect our kids to be prepared, doesn't it make sense for us to be prepared also? We don't need to make these huge complex meals with difficult recipes or keep switching it up every single day. If you're busy and you're running things and you're doing all the cooking yourself, do yourself a favor and keep it simple. What I like to do is just make extra of whatever I'm cooking. Cook it in bulk. That way I have leftovers, aka meal prep food. I even set aside one or two servings to stick in the freezer for further down the road when things come up or get really busy and I just cannot make the time to cook because of the unexpected. Another reason I like to freeze a few servings each time I build my stash that is because because of the next part that I'm going to share with you about traveling. When I'm traveling, I'm usually a lot less active, so I like to use my travel time as kind of an opportunity to do a mini cut. I focus less on food and more on family and experiences. I definitely don't want to sacrifice my protein intake during this time because that's when you really start to feel run down. It's important to continue to fuel your body, so I focus on getting my protein and then add a little fat to my meal. Since I have diabetes, I just keep my carbs on hand and I use them strategically. I also drink a lot of water and zero calorie drinks are okay too. I also like to bring some treats with me that I know are gonna be blood sugar friendly and on my plan. That way I can still have a treat and participate with everyone else in a way that doesn't throw me off track on my progress. Personally, I love a good salad. So if I'm eating out, I'm always looking for a good salad, but be careful with those too because they can still be loaded with calories. So I get the dressing on the side. I like to use timed nutrition as part of that strategic planning I was talking about. So I'll bring some apples, tortillas, some jelly beans with me on my trip, and I'll use those carbs to fuel my activities. And those will also be my carbs for the trip for the most part. And then when we eat out, I'll just get protein and veggies and just keep it really simple. Right now, I have set macros that I'm sticking to, and I have a trip coming up in a couple of weeks. So going back to my freezer stash of prepped meals, what I did was actually freeze the meals I planned to bring with me. Not only is this going to save me some money, but for me personally, I'm just way less stressed out. Insert guilty feeling here when I know what's in what I'm eating. So you may find that if you bring your food or at the very least make a plan for what you're going to eat while you're traveling, that you can mitigate a lot of those negative feelings that come from not planning out your food, then eating what happens to be in front of you, and then you feel guilty and or hating yourself for it later. So it's really up to you to decide 
decide how to handle eating while traveling, there are a lot of options and you should really think about what is going to make you feel the best and give you the best results. And this is going to be different for each individual. Like I said, for me, I'm pretty strict with my food and I like to know exactly what I'm eating. So it feels better to me to bring my own food and stress less and focus more on the interactions I'm having with my friends and family and the experience as opposed to where I'm going to find that next bite of food or dessert. The moral of the story is don't overcomplicate this. Food is food. We tend to get all excited that we're going to miss out on something and then we start to gorge out on everything that crosses our line of sight. But really the reality of the situation is that unless you're going to some sort of fancy gourmet restaurant, the food you're going to be served is probably not anything near what you could make at home. It's going to be doused in butter and full of preservatives. I've been doing quite a bit of traveling and I honestly have not been super impressed with the food that I've had access to. None of it was as good as what we make at home. Maybe we're just good cooks or maybe I've just gotten used to fresh food. And honestly, I feel super lucky to have access to the fresh food that we have here in the Pacific Northwest. I've been across the U.S. and Mexico and I honestly haven't been able to find a good burger. I'm sure they're out there, but not in the areas where I have visited. If you're looking for a good burger, definitely look for a place that's serving 100% meat patties, whatever type of meat that may be, and or be aware of the ingredients if you're going for a vegan burger. The ones that I've had recently have been just so full of fillers that it's not even funny. If I can find a good Cobb salad, that's really my favorite. I also like just plain steak or chicken and some veggies too. Shrimp is another one that I'll look for, but again, a lot of times it's doused in butter, so just be aware and ask for it to be grilled and with no butter. If you have a Miller's Ale House in your area, they had a really good blackened shrimp and chicken cob salad. And what I did was I split that into two days worth of food and that actually got me through most of our trip when we went to Disney. I also like to check ahead of time to see if Walmart grocery can deliver to my hotel. So once I get where I'm going, I can put in a Walmart order and have most of my groceries delivered. Now it can be a little difficult working with the mini fridge and if there's no microwave, but there are definitely some good food options that you can try. So my biggest suggestion is don't overcomplicate things. If you have a trip coming up, try your hand at developing a plan that you think might work for you and share it in the group chat. We'd love to see it. Thank you so much for joining me on tonight's episode of the Baker's Bash. I appreciate every single one of you. I'm going to hop over to the Google Meet and hang out with the Cake Pop crew. As always, the link for mentoring is in my bio on Instagram at the underscore cranky underscore panky. That's all for now and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you very much. If you love this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag me at the underscore cranky underscore pinky for Instagram and at the cranky pinky for Facebook. You can find the application for mentoring at the link in my Instagram bio at the underscore cranky underscore pinky. Get your application in. We'll have a chat and see if you have your cake pop and eat it too program is right for you. Until next time, stay in the loop.